welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Our ideas are non-toxic and child safe. Ah, uh, one of those is true. Non-toxic, yes. Child safe, eh, really depends on the idea. M most of them. Um, I wouldn't be comfortable sharing our paranormal romance idea with with a kid. Yeah, among others. Some of the uh, ones with some gory violence, you know, a little questionable. Definitely non-toxic. Possibly child safe. Ask your doctor if ask your doctor if it's right for your child. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obviously not how that saying goes, but I don't care. Yep, that's fine. Um, hi everyone. My name is Eunice. I write uh, Fantasia and Eternosaurus. Uh, yeah. Can't think of a fun yeah. fact this week. <laughs> Unfortunate, because you're the, you're the one with the fun facts. Hi, I'm Mathiel, author of Rune in uh, Metagame. Um... I don't know, because Eunice didn't come up with a fun fact. Uh, my, I don't know. Actually, I was gonna, I had an, I had an idea, and then it just like fled my mind as soon as I was gonna say it. It's unfortunate. Okay, so we're not fun today, but that's okay. Uh, uh, we might be fun today. It's just mm, maybe not factual. Although I don't know if this podcast is, you know, factual to begin with. So that's fine. I like to think that we're fairly educational, despite being uh, centered around fictional ideas. In some ways, I imagine po you could you could approach it that way. Um, wouldn't be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this week uh, I'm bringing an idea to the table, and I've got. Sort of a weird one, and sort of a sort of one that uh, definitely makes sense. Okay. Um, and has definitely been done before. Um, it's sort of a combination between, I guess you could call it blue magic and contract magic. Um, in that, the way that it's that it's like learned and used is monsters and they're not exactly monsters but like they're they're mostly monsters are sort of roaming the world and have like a default set of spells and a person can make a contract with them um under certain circumstances probably there's like some generic magic that can be used um that essentially ups the intelligence of the thing you're dealing with and functions as the base for the contract that'll be made and essentially you have to like make a deal with this with this monster that makes the monster slightly smarter in exchange for you getting some of the access to their spells okay and is it like the monster is smart enough to agree beforehand or is it like during the spell casting the monster gets the boost to the intelligence before the contract signed or in order to make the contract um like for the for the process of negotiation there has to be it gets an intelligence boost that's disproportionate to the one it would get after making a contract so like after making a contract it might get 
you know, significantly smarter, but not as smart as it is while it's making the contract. Okay. And is the amount of intelligence it gains, is that proportional to how magically powerful it is? Like how much it puts in, it gets back or what? Or I would say no, but like you also need to pay in other things. Like it's not just going to take being slightly smarter as enough for for it to agree. Um it, essentially it would be the more powerful something is, like it could go, yeah, I mean it's neat that you want all my spells, but you don't have the stuff to afford that, so what I'll give you is this windblade, and that's that's it. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's like, is this more just like a power trade, and then each individual goes on their way, or do they, do they hang out after, like, partner? Depends on the contract. Okay. So it's like, okay, so the base magic in the world is like this weird lawyer contract magic. And then you you enter this <laughs> trading arena and you you haggle it out and then you both leave with whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So what? And like sometimes the monster might say, "Well, um, really, what I want is access to one of your spells that you get from one of your other uh, from one of your other contracts." And then it's like, "Well, I mean." You can have limited access to that in these ways, and okay. Okay. But like, I would, I would make that um, a maximum of like the originator one step down, and then the step below that can can access from the same sort of original source. Okay. So if you're trading that away, like, does the original monster lose magic? Through these? I would say that the original doesn't, but like a middle tier person would. Okay. Okay, well, I need, we need to think of things that the monsters would want other than just intelligence, because, you know. Uh, food, help getting places, protection. Okay. Getting scratched by the ears. <laughs> You know, yeah, so you know, you know, just that spot that you just can't reach by yourself. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so is this a world where without these contracts, people have no magic? Um, no magic other than the making of contracts. <laughs> okay. Which is kind of, you know, I mean, it's great and all, but <laughs> limited. Yeah. Okay, so it's 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 really like a matter of like being clever about trading because if you just start with nothing to offer but a little intelligence and maybe some snacks you know you're not gonna get a dragon to give you the time of day i mean you might it kind of depends on the dragon <laughs> <laughs> well i yeah, yeah but you know everybody wants to talk to the dragon the dragon's got their pick of the... Yeah, but like, I, I figure at least, you know, put in the position of a dragon, personally. It's like, I mean, it's been 400 years, let's just shake things up for the hell of it. And it's like, you, mortal, make a contract with me. Uh, sure, what do you, what do you, I, I maybe, what do you need? And then it's like, what I want from you is a handshake. What I'm going to give you is these seven kinds of magic. Okay, so the the story is about a troll dragon who just likes to 
<laughs> mess with people. <laughs> I mean, it could it could theoretically be about that, but I was more thinking of, and it probably wouldn't be like seven kinds of magic. It would probably be like access to this one kind of magic, and it's like this is not an even trade in your favor, and it's like I'm aware. <laughs> like, yeah, I I feel like the dragon doesn't even need more intelligence. Uh, well, it doesn't, but it can benefit from it, you know? Okay. Maybe it's working on a tough problem. <laughs> or, like, maybe the dragon just likes to collect some really weird niche thing that somebody has that is not actually very valuable in the eyes of most people, but, you know, the dragon wants it. That could also work. The dragon's gonna get it. The dragon's gonna give away really powerful magic for it. <laughs> that, or it could be something like the the dragon is, um, I guess, I guess the best way to put it would be it's a bard dragon and it wants to give somebody a really epic quest. <laughs> you know, just so that it can tell the story. So it gives them, like, some magic to start and then just kind of watches. Okay, so the dragon's like, okay, I'll give you all this power, but you have to go on this adventure that I'm going to It's limited power at first, you know, because they power up as the adventure goes on. It's part of the plot line. Okay. It's a, <laughs> it's, a multi, it's a multi-term contract, and with each portion that's fulfilled, uh, you get more power. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is the, the tale of a... What do you call that? Like a... a an artificial hero. <laughs> that actually would be a lot of fun. Like, maybe... Maybe we choose somebody who, like, actually wants to be, like, a, a fully legitimate hero. But, like, really early on, they're just, like, essentially forced into this contract with, with a dragon who gives them, like, way too much power. And it's like, I can't... I can't, like, put away this contract that doesn't make me do anything I don't want to do and gives me a lot of power to be able to, you know, succeed. But at the same time, it's like, I, I know I'm fake. <laughs> that would actually be a lot of fun to go into. Just, like, the hero who knows they're fake but wants to be real anyway. Well, I mean, it's not fake. It's just that it's undeserved. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like the powers are real, and the the feats of you know heroism are real. They just weren't very hard. <laughs> it's I don't know about weren't very hard. What I was thinking was that the dragon would maybe not incite bad things to happen, but cause them to happen around the hero. Like, maybe accelerating a few people's evil plans so that the hero has the chance to foil them, and things like that. Okay, so the the hero is like, uh, I feel like both, like, responsible for this happening and, uh, like, I'm gonna fix it. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would just sort of be an interesting position to have to have like a main character in where it's like, yeah, I mean, all of these feats of strength and whatever, like definitely real, but like the fact that they're happening and the fact that I can do them is 
Not really my choice. Okay. Um, Get into that existential angst. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe... Like, the hero wasn't, like, chosen by the dragon for, you know, baseline talents. Or, like, you know, that, that you would expect the hero to need. Like good fighting skills or good innate strength or whatever but it was no they were chosen for pure pluck (laughs) or or just like the 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 dragon chose them because they kind of looked like a stereotypical hero like it's because of your eye color or whatever Ah. and then the hero's like (laughs) ow ah (laughs) that's gonna hurt especially if it's like like right at the end of the contract. Why did you choose me? Hey, you looked like a hero. What? <laughs> yeah, like you know, that's an unusual eye color that people will remember, and and we can write uh, <laughs> songs about it. <laughs> oh, oh, ow! <laughs> and then and then the dragon's like, you need a you need a a, a team of adventurers to fill out your entourage. And starts adding more, like, stereotypical-looking <laughs> Oh, ow. That's gotta hurt the whole way through. And maybe it doesn't even, like... Maybe just to make the dragon even more, like, disturbing, it's it's not adding people by, like, you know, approaching them and, and, do, and doing that sort of thing. It's instead sending out, like, minions and then, like paying half or like more of a contract and then sending that monster out to meet with this person and take a contract for like way less than it usually would to power them up so that they can join the hero's team. Yeah, like the, the like it's a completely artificially created band of heroes. None of them like are are quite understanding what the dragon is doing. Uh... No, what I was saying what I was saying instead was that most of them, specifically, basically anybody but the heroes, doesn't know that they're an artificially created band of heroes. Oh, okay. So they've they've gotten their powers by proxy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, they also don't know that the hero is being manipulated by the dragon. Because it's part of the contract that <laughs> exactly, and then like half like half of the adversaries are actually the dragon's friends who like come in, <laughs> in and disguise. They 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 like do like Scooby Doo villains. Yeah, like they do like minor damage and then pretend to get hurt and run away from the hero. Oh no. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are you making me? And then the every time the hero starts to like balk, the the dragon like arranges for there to be an actual disaster that the hero has to save the villain. I don't know about arranges for. Maybe I think to sort of make this interesting and push it into like gray territory maybe there really are disasters happening and the dragon really does think there needs to be like a hero or a group of people you know moving around to stop this but like 
there wouldn't be enough training and like the heroes have been dying too often and the dragon wants a long story this time well i don't know because it's like i feel like if you're a bard dragon your powers get stronger the more people repeat and know of your tales and songs so maybe yeah so it, it could be that there are some actual bad guys but you know the dragon doesn't care the dragon wants more power <laughs> yeah no that would be fair the dragon so so if and I, well yeah i mean it i kind of cares but it like at the same time it's like i'm not gonna stop these bad guys from appearing because although like I, that would stop my power from being important because i would stop being able to tell new stories but at the same time like once they act they're definitely a good source for stories so frankly yeah i feel like the dragon isn't like benevolent but it like it it's is, not malicious either it, it it requires people to stay alive in order for them to know their stories and songs so it has a self-interest in like keeping everyone mo or most people alive you know uh, yeah i mean if a village or two disappears that's fine as long as it's not the village that the dragon was spreading stories in then it, then it would not be fine but so, like, the, the dragon has no qualms about, like, you know, going up onto a, a monster-infested territory and then causing a little bit of a stampede towards the nearest village for some drama. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might care if the village was, like, completely destroyed because, you know, that's like a whole plot point gone. Yeah, but if one or but two like, villagers... if everybody was killed except for, like, one or two villagers and they went on... <laughs> And they went on some epic quest to redeem themselves. I mean, that's just drama. Yeah, that you know, you gotta do that every fifty years or so just for to refresh the story cycle. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if the if the villager wait, like the the, the the dragon scopes out the village first to make sure that there is an appropriate looking youngling who, who looks like a hero before. <laughs> oh man. Ah, oh, wow. I, I hate this dragon and I love it at the same time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's all about the optics. But eventually there probably is like some real bad thing that the hero does need to actually save the world from or country or you know area it's like look i, I said you were a hero in training i wasn't kidding and then the hero is just like yeah but it, like was it worth it yeah um i think i think that's sort of the most interesting angle is taking the like is it worth it when 80% of his feats are, his or her feats are, are fake. Well, yeah, as long as the hero when the, yeah, gets when the, the power. When the 20% are actually important. Yeah, like to actually save the world from that one thing that it needed saving from. You know, the rest of it is necessary if that was the only way to get that power. Um, yeah, I, th I suppose, but it's kind of like a interesting you know philosophical questions just like is it is it worth it to make these decisions when like the reality is that like 
someone would have stopped it. They just would have died in the process. Yeah. But, you know. Like, the hero is constantly in this state of existential crisis. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Which is fairly entertaining. Um, But, you know, I feel like near the end of the book saves people from a big enough threat that they're like, you know what? It was worth it. (laughs) I... I... I'm not sure about actually ending it on like such a such a positive note i kind of i kind of would prefer oh, to no, 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 no. and then and then right after that something else ridiculous that the the bard dragon came up with happens and then oh, they okay. like, he's got to end on a comedic note at least <laughs> i don't know yeah like i don't really know that this story like it has comedic elements but i don't know if comedy is like one of the main draws to it right because i think that like the biggest sort of exploration is like, yeah, there are these tragedies that actually exist, and this dragon. Now, what would be funny, personally, is if the dragon caused fake tragedies in order to create not orphans, except that they thought they were orphans for four years, and then there's like, oh, but your parents are actually alive, you know, for the drama of it. <laughs> fake orphans. Exactly. Um, I mean, that's a lot of trauma to inflict on someone to make them think that their parents are dead. Yeah, that's my point. This dragon is not good. I mean, I, you know, this. if you get into this level, it, it kind of brings up the question of why no one has killed the dragon out of pure frustration yet. I mean, they've tried. It's just that nobody succeeded. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you could take this uh, into a more heavily comedic type of way, or you could use it to kind of explore the power of, like, symbolism and archetype and, you know, other literary things. It's the dragon's like, I'm not evil. I give people hope and aspirations. (laughs) That sounds like a villain monologue. But but it's true, right? Like like whenever the the hero I think goes, that's, I think that's the worst part of this is that like that is a supervillain monologue. Also, it's true. Oh shit! Right? Like whenever the hero goes into a village, there's always little children who are like, "I want to be like you when I grow up." And then the the hero's like, I can't say that you shouldn't. <laughs> but I cannot recommend this this course of action. <laughs> you know, but you know, people you know look revitalized upon seeing the hero uh, and their handsome visage because. <laughs> <laughs> That's so horrifying. Like, they're chosen to, like, look and seem heroic, and that's it. And, like, you know, the dragon's like, you must ride this completely pure white horse that I, uh, um... Acquired. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, from where? It's enchanted. Don't worry about it. It's a war horse. It's enchanted. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We made a deal. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, 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 wait. The horse is a monster? 
I don't know. How do you classify a unicorn? Except I, the horn is invisible. <laughs> D- define monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that's a horrible couple of words to hear out of your uh, quote-unquote sponsor. <laughs> define monster. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I feel like... Are there are there a lot of different kinds of dragons? There must be. Well, yeah. Okay, so maybe if we sort out the little the magic system a bit more, it's like there are the primordial beasts that derive their power not from contracts or whatever, but they they derive. Well, I mean, their... the beasts don't develop their their power from contracts. Yeah, they have, uh, they each have their own fundamental source of power. So there's like a bard dragon, but there's also, you know, other, other kinds of dragons that, you know, also need certain kinds of... A dragon of blood! Uh, yeah. There's probably a fertility dragon that just wants everyone to have more children. (laughs) Yeah... Which would be kind of funny, but like they're they're powerful enough. Uh, frankly, at this point, they don't need to. Yeah, uh, and and there's probably like a war dragon, who doesn't. The, the dragons are essentially like the god level beings. Yeah, and and they don't all have to be dragons. You know, they could be other mythological beasts. Um... I would probably make them all different, like mythological beasts, at that at that level. Although. I wouldn't always match up what the mythological beast was with what, like, they're typically related to. Because, again, Bard Dragon. Yeah. Uh, And then maybe the monsters are creations that were the result of deals between dragons. And, uh... I would just make them part of the world more. But, yeah. Well, the, the... Because we got to explain the source of their powers. Well, I would I, I, I would just say that their powers are sort of like innate to themselves in the world. Okay. I would make it so that it, it, it their powers would make sense based on which primordial forces they're based on. Because they're all like... Yeah. Which ones they're like... Maybe which ones they were close to, like a power leakage sort of thing. Yeah, or something like that. And then maybe like humans are just like an equal blend of every element which makes them fun for dragons because if you sway human behavior you can sway more power in your direction (laughs) i don't know that i'd make them like an equal balance of stuff i'd just make them like the most interesting toys or or make them not equal balance but just unaffiliated so they're just a potential source that that's more accurate to what i was thinking okay uh, They're unaffiliated, so you know, grabbing one is grabbing another one who is, you know, fully you because it's not like they have any other loyalties. And like, maybe it's like it's not even normal for a human to be able to tolerate a direct contract with a dragon, and it's like, oh, like after the hero has already signed it, the dragon's like, ah, oh, you didn't. Even funnier would be, like, the dragon, like, puts up a wall, like, a wind wall between them, and it's like, why did you do that? It's not like I can threaten you. Ah! 
uh, frankly, I expected you to explode, and the bloody mist gets in my scales. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, what do you mean explode? Oh, I mean pop into a bloody mist everywhere. The the last 85 people I tried this with exploded. Ooh, that's a lot. It's about one in a hundred who's compatible. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, just afterward. It's like, uh, so I was number 85 on the list of people who look most like heroes? Yeah. Well, actually, you look better than the last 60, you know, but I just kind of try everyone who comes along. (laughs) (laughs) You look better than the last 35, and then before that, you look better than, like, 20 or so of them. Because, like, I had to try everyone anyway, right? So I was going around in a path that was more efficient. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't going by ranking. I was just going by geographical area. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you, you have to have many children because statistically, they'll both look like heroes and be more likely to be able to tolerate a contract. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the contract right at the end. In the contract. Yeah, must have at least five children. <laughs> oh no. Man, this hero this hero lives a lives a shitty life. But you know, it's like uh it the the dragon kind of nudges a lot of good-looking damsels or, you know. Well, you know, the dragon's setting things up anyway. Might as well make them a full-on team member. Come on. Uh, but, but you know... Well, the dragon's like, you don't have to have five children with the same partner. <laughs> you just have to have... Look, yeah. Exactly. Preferably by different partners, because the likelihood here, like, come on. Yeah. And then, you know, with multiple partners, you could... I'm looking for at least one. You could get her done in a, in a year. <laughs> That was unfortunate phrasing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, do I have to mark this episode explicit too? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's explicit, but it's certainly interesting phrasing. It's almost there. It was uh, innuendo. Um, Yeah. I I don't know if this episode is child safe. That, again, that really depends on your definition of child and safe. <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe there's a dragon who's, like, straight up not not great for, for humans. Yeah, probably there would be at least, like, one or two. <laughs> a dragon of calamity. Yeah, like there's an actual chaos dragon or something, or a plague dragon, or a plague dragon. The thing about a plague dragon is that like it's self-moderating to a point, because like if you cause a black death, you reduce your power by a lot. <laughs> well, you get the boost, but then once everyone dies, then you tr- lose the boost. Yeah, that's this is my point. Is that like. The Black Death, the Black Death situation is like incredible power for a very limited period of time. 
Okay, maybe we... In- On the scale of dragons, because again, the Black Death lasted for a really long time. Maybe we introduce the Plague Dragon, and everyone thinks that the Plague Dragon is the real baddie, but turns out that it learned after that plague incident, and it's like, uh, I usually just, like, limit myself to, like, you know... Minor plagues. One country, maximum. Like, you know, I'm really into, like, herpes and flu these days, because it doesn't really kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite infectious. Power. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that's, uh, and then the plague dragon's like, oh yeah, and, and don't worry, like, I've double-checked everyone that the barred dragon is throwing in your way, um, they're all clean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but doesn't say barred dragon, like, it specifically refers to them by, like, some pithy nickname. That makes everybody else not understand what they're talking about, but the hero is, like, dying inside. Like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Um, and, uh, maybe the actual baddie dragon is, uh, something that doesn't seem that bad, but, you know, when you take it to its logical extreme, it's bad. Like, uh... Nature dragon? I don't, I don't feel like all of nature should be encompassed by one dragon. Seems like a lot. Yeah, that does seem like a lot. Um... Or, yeah, like the, maybe it's like the summer dragon wants it to be eternally summer. And then everyone's like, oh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> or, or something. And, and that would lead to, because if it were suddenly warming in a, in a large area, a lot of people would come down with heat afflictions that they don't really understand. Yeah, and it's a, there's a drought, and and bad things are happening. Maybe, maybe it would be really interesting if, like, the summer dragon, I guess, killed, like, the winter dragon or whatever. Well, uh, oh no, how do you even fix that? <laughs> uh, by killing summer, and then summer and winter are, are reborn together uh, oh <laughs> does a hero have to like raise a little baby dragon it's like you're gonna be the new winter dragon <laughs> uh, maybe they have to like maybe they have to like set up for that but then like the bard dragon comes in and it's like look you're not gonna live long enough I'll just handle this thanks uh, or or the bard dragon was like I have been preparing for such a disaster for the last 800 years. <laughs> Literally all the other dragons of that level are like, why? Because it would make a great story if it happened and I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yeah, so normally you'd have to go on this epic quest to collect all of the ingredients to summon the a new primordial being, but I got... I've already sent somebody on that quest. I got the stuff right here. Yeah, but, you know, for the sake of it, we're going to go on some abbreviated adventures. Um... <laughs> die like i'm not gonna make you go on the transoceanic journey i'll just put it at the top of that mountain okay go get it (laughs) (laughs) that's 
painful. <laughs> and the, the hero's like, really? Like, people are literally dying right now, and I have to go fetch the ingredients from where you teleported to to drop them off? And the dragon's like, yes. If, if people don't suffer a little bit, they won't realize how much of a calamity they're currently in. <laughs> This is world ending, okay? I know it doesn't seem like that because we have the solution, but if if I hadn't gotten these ingredients, <laughs> this is harm reduction, okay? <laughs> the dragon of technically a good guy, but goddamn. The dragon of harm reduction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was like, would you call would you call this dragon benevolent? And you're like, well, I guess no. Uh, like the dragon's like a a what a net positive, <laughs> a net positive <laughs> dragon, not not a benevolent dragon, but net positive. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have to say net positive, pretty strongly net positive, but like, <laughs> but like. There's a reason we're not reporting gross, in, gross positive and gross negative here. <laughs> oh man! And then, and then, as a result, a little baby winter dragon is born. I mean, that's yeah. They gotta protect the new winter dragon from the old and summer dragon. And then they beat up the summer dragon, but like they don't kill the summer dragon because it's more like. Go, go to, go to bed. Your, your hand. Oh, I would actually, I would actually just as like a, like a, in, in as an interesting sort of counterpoint, I guess. I would make it so that summer and winter, like, can't be reborn without the other one being reborn. So like, they need to kill summer or have summer agree to die in order for winter and and summer to be reborn. Well, uh, well then that leads to the pairing of elements which i guess if you wanted depends on how complicated you want this magic system. well it's only yeah i mean i would only make the pairing be where it was obvious right so like air and earth might be paired okay so some dragons are just their own element but some dragons are actually twinsies that are actually part of a pair or a trio or or some cycle that they're actually one element they're just different aspects of the same element yeah okay then they gotta okay they gotta kill okay they gotta kill summer and then um sudden after that the temperature is just like bleh and everyone's like what what season is it <laughs> Uh, it's not really any season. That's that's sort of the problem. We're working on it. <laughs> it's better than just summer, but it's kind of bleh. It's like gray every yeah. day. The days are exactly 12 hours long. Oh, oh, that would be uncomfortable. Oh, that's, that's not happy. The temperatures are meh. The plants don't know when to grow anymore. The plants are always growing, but not very fast, and all the fruits are kind of gross. And the birds are just flying around in a circle, being all confused. <laughs> Even better, the birds just like sort of... 
set down wherever the hell they are, and they're just like, ah, food's here, I guess. Nobody knows when to have babies. Well, I mean, that one would... I'll skip that. Most animals follow some kind of seasonal signaling to... Yeah. To get, you know, fertile and stuff. So nobody yeah. knows what's what. Everybody's confused. And, um... It's just a year long. They got a reborn, and then they get these new baby dragons and they gotta teach them to be good dragons <laughs> and not try it's and like, kill like please don't kill each other uh frankly that does not work out for anybody uh so they have to like raise them as a family and just like respect your twin uh, <laughs> and if you're upset remember we use our words we use our words not our claws our words. <laughs> <laughs> also, not teeth. No teeth either. And no breath weapons. None. Okay? None of that. We use our words. Breath weapons are, are reserved for annoying adventurers. And then it's like, okay, and now, now that we've resolved this argument, you guys gotta hug it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the hero's like, how is, I'm now a dragon babysitter. That's not a place that I thought my life would go. <laughs> See, I would say that the hero's pretty much given up on controlling where their life's gonna go at this point. And then, you know, every, uh, chapter is, like, headed by a little, a little, uh, excerpt from a, a tale that's been written about the hero. And... <laughs> And the dragon hath tamest the winter and the summer. Er. <laughs> and uh, dragons shall bow down before their feet. And <laughs> other nonsense that's technically true, but, you know, um, isn't as heroic as it sounds if you know the real story. <laughs> exactly. Technically true, not actually as incredible as it sounds, is like the definition of this hero. And then, you know, I don't, maybe skip forward to like the hero was now, you know, late 50s to 60s and Bard Dragon's like, you know what, you're not quite heroic looking enough anymore, so I'm going to let you retire and replace you. <laughs> And, and here I was like, okay. It's like, you know, I'd kind of given up on that by now. But, uh, uh thanks. I think. <laughs> it's like, I'm just gonna choose one of your kids. That one seems smart. I'm gonna grab him. And we're like, ah! And, uh, you know. It's like, can you guarantee that they won't explode? It's like 90% that they won't explode. It's true, because I chose both... Close enough. Both of this kid's parents, so... Very, pre almost entirely sure that the kid can take. <laughs> almost. There's no 100%. Um, it's like, I can't, I can't stop you, so... Go ahead, I guess. Oh, that sounds sad. The hero's so resigned. <laughs> I, that's like their life. 
Yeah, okay, well, you know, maybe end it on a somewhat lighthearted note, not like, oh shit, like, kid's actually gonna explode. <laughs> I wouldn't make the kid actually explode, but I would remind you of the possibility and that the hero can't do anything about it. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe, like, the kid actually successfully doesn't explode before the end of the book, so we know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I meant. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, sounds good. Um, I don't really know if this would be like a web serial or a novel type of story. Meh. I can see like a novel series more than a more than a web serial here. Yeah, I don't feel like it's a web serial. Okay. Sounds good. A fun s- story that has some interesting elements you could explore. Yeah. I think I I love that that hero idea of, like, they're manufactured but also real. (laughs) They legitimately have the, like, you know, mindset that they need of, like, diving into danger to protect others. But, like, half that danger has been manufactured for the purposes of giving them practice at it. Which is horrifying. But, like, maybe necessary? That's really questionable. And then there's just this dragon in the background where you're like, are you the good guy or the bad guy? And it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, in a lot of the cases, they are both the good guy and the bad guy. Yeah, because you need both to tell a good story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? We're just not gonna. We're just not gonna ask questions about it. It's fine. It's fine. Well, if you like this idea and write it, email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com so we can uh, plug your writing. Yeah, if you hate this, then I mean, it's the same email address. We're just giving it out over here. I don't know what's up with that. Um, if you'd like to be a guest on this show, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com. Yeah, uh, if you like the show, uh, we would appreciate you sharing it with anybody who you think would enjoy it, as well as getting ratings on any platforms that support those. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.